Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to up-level your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And I gotta admit, I had to start recording now because we were already speaking 10 minutes with our today's guest and I couldn't stop talking with her. And she is beautiful, beautiful human being. We have so many things in common besides the thing that right now she's in Bali. So yes, ladies, if you're listening and you're not right now in Bali, I feel you. I feel you, but we can visualize with Celine, which is something that we will do. But Celine da Costa, I will drop you the bio in the show notes if you're so interested and all the links to her because she is an incredible human being. And I'm not going to waste the precious time with her to be describing how incredible, amazing and way shower she is. I'm going to invest this time to introduce her, talk and let the wisdom flow through her. How about that? Hi, Celine. <laughs> Hello. Wow. What an introduction. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> You know, like sometimes you tune into the podcast and like three minutes of introduction, who cares? I want to hear about the person, like give me the house, right? Like give me how to do things. Give me how to feel better. Give me how to change my life. Like I don't care about millions of like, you know, intros and bios and links. Like if I really like someone, I'm smart, resourceful, capable. And I know that my tribe is too. Otherwise they wouldn't be listening. So um, I had the same feeling about you. <laughs> I agree. Let's take the deep dive and Let's let them decide. <laughs> and as I was mentioning, you are in Bali. So you are already in paradise, but I know you told me that it was just raining. So let's imagine just for a moment, let me take you for a beautiful, relaxing walk. Are you open to, to play a little bit? Let's do it. Let's play. Let's do it. So what I would love for you is to gently close your eyes and slowly start feeling your shoulders relaxing your face relaxing, your legs feeling heavy. You're breathing in and out, feeling more and more of the inner peace. I would love for you to visualize it's a beautiful sunny day and you just woke up smiling and you decide to take a beautiful morning walk in a close-by jungle where the butterflies are flying, the birds are singing, 
And you are feeling so good and so refreshed. And as you're walking, you're looking at beautiful flowers, so many colors, so many senses. And you're feeling so happy to be alive. And as you're walking and taking it all in so deeply, you see a little kids running around and they're just playing with the flowers and chasing the butterflies and you're just laughing. And one of them runs to you and brings you fresh coconut. And you look at this little girl, she might be like four or five, maybe barely. She smiles at you and she says, who are you? You look at her and you touch her hair, smile at her. What is the one thing you're going to tell her, Celine? What is the one thing you want this little girl to know? Not what do you do, but who you really are. I would say I'm Celine. And I'm here to help you make magic. <laughs> My God, I have oh, goosebumps kind of all over. Wow. <laughs> you speak my language, bringing in the magic. How beautiful. Wow. Okay, now you got to expand on that. Oh, so beautiful. How are you feeling, by the way? <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I pulled a tarot card this morning that it's all about um, how I... I overgive, overgive it. I need to train myself to receive. And I don't know if you knew this, but I'm actually um, a trained hypnotherapist as well. So I'm all, I've been giving um, a lot of hypnosis in the past few weeks. And then I've also been like gifting it mm-hmm. to some friends who really needed it. And I was just like, the, the moment you told me to close my eyes, I'm like, in state, I'm go, boom, I just dropped in. And I'm like, wow, it's so nice to just receive this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels really nice to receive um, hypnotherapy. So thank you so much. You're so well, <laughs> it was pure and free, but it's really nice because I'm always like the one giving it. So mm-hmm. um, right yeah. on point with my tarot card this morning. That's amazing. I love it. I love the alignment. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's something that I see many women struggling with, you know, like receiving because we are nurturers we are givers you know we want to take care of those around especially when you're trained right because i know your outer your speaker your mindset coach your brand story uh teller like all these beautiful things so you have so many gifts to give to the world and with your big heart that i know that you have you're like oh my gosh but i can teach you this and i can give you this and this and this and then celine comes to the end of the day and she's exhausted yep so I, uh, <laughs> I'm really proud of you for really acknowledging that. And FYI, you have my email and we can do this anytime you want, because it's, I truly believe that it brings us so much pleasure to give and also receive. You cannot be an amazing giver if you don't allow yourself to receive because mm-hmm. then you're not allowing other people to give. Imagine you love hypnotherapy, you love mindset coaching. And if people would be there, like, I don't want to bother you. I really, you know, like, I, I, I mm-hmm. no, that's okay. I don't need it. Well, then you are stuck because you're like, I have these gifts that I want to give to the world mm-hmm. and I can't because people don't want to receive it. Mm, this reminds me of um, a quote. I actually, a shaman told me this, this to me. And I remember like, it, it just this struck me so hard. It took me a while to actually understand it. Uh, he said to me, the gift of the giver is giving. Wow. Yeah. Gift of the giver is giving. Wow. Yeah. 
And when I heard that, I was like, damn, you know, so it's really powerful. The gift of the giver is giving. And also on the other end of that, when you receive that, you allow the giver to give, Mm -hmm. to receive that because truly their gift is the giving. I know it's kind of like a brain fuck, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like you give. And then when you receive, you actually, the pleasure is allowing that giver to give. So such a beautiful reminder, right? That it really is the full circle. Like I'm giving and I get to also receive. So I get filled. And it's so beautiful when we surrender in that, Celine. You know, if when we surrender into, oh, it's nice to receive. It's like, I, for example, love cooking and baking. So I do it at home and my fiance just loves it so much. But now that I'm with my grandma, that she's in hospital, my mom took over and she like cooks or bakes something like Wow, that's actually nice to receive, right? So it's it's beautiful. I wish the circumstances would be a little bit different, but also I believe it is how it's meant to be. Yeah, for so sure. It's so beautiful. And I would love, love, love to dive with you into brand story. Like, how did you get into, I love storytelling, right? But how did you get into the brand storytelling? Because I watch your TEDx talk and it's so incredible. The adventure that you have created of just like, finish your job, pack yourself and go sleep in the houses of strangers (laughs) to really learn how to deeply connect with people. Like, That's Mm -hmm. amazing and crazy at the same time. We both Mm -hmm. know it, but why brand? Like why brand storytelling? So it's, um, it's really interesting because I get that question a lot of times and every time, you know, I have to answer, I didn't find it, it found me. Mm -hmm. And you actually started to answer that question um, yourself, which is that it started with this really powerful journey that I took around the world. And so why brand was the first part of the question. And then why story is is that on the other side of this answer. So why brand is, I used to work as a brand strategist in advertising and corporate. So I do have a background in uh, advertising, in brand, in marketing. And, um, you know, also this is, I think, the, the, the less exciting part because I feel like many people listening to this know this story and understand this part, which is, was in corporate, kept telling myself it was, it was what I was quote unquote supposed to do, kept working for the man, you know, 10 to 12 hour days and completely just living meaningless life and having my soul sucked by a thing that I just didn't like to do, you know? So I was, I was just selling a product that I wasn't personally connected to. And, um, I wasn't invested in for a company that I didn't necessarily align for. So I know that a lot of people can relate to that. Um, the real question is when you are, you know, so many people who I know are dissatisfied with their corporate job are feeling like, Oh God, I don't want to do this anymore. The real question is what do you do about it? So that's where my story begins. It's what did I do about having a life that was miserable and meaningless to me? And how did I shift that? So, um, the short version of the story is I decided, to, um, I had a series of events happen in my life back to back to back. Basically the universe was like, Hey, listen, you need to stop doing this. You're dying inside. Here's all these disasters. Like my grandfather dying, going on a really heartbreaking, um, trip to Cambodia. I was uh, teaching in an orphanage, then getting broken up with on my birthday, having my sky, uh, my rent skyrocket, and then not getting a promotion that I thought I was going to get all within the span of three months. I'm like, I'm done 
fuck this shit. <laughs> Let me try something else. And that's when I decided I need to change my life. I have to. Nine months later, I was on a one way ticket from New York city to Europe. And I had this crazy plan at the time. Now I'm like, that was the best thing I've ever done at the time. I'm like, I'm crazy. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm jumping into the abyss. And the plan was uh, I was going to do a social experiment in which I challenged myself to circumnavigate the globe by couch surfing, not using the website, but using the power of human connection. So what the heck does that mean? That I basically spent a year um, traveling around the world, sleeping in the homes of mostly strangers, because the challenge was like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of six degrees of Kevin Bacon, which is basically like a theory that we are connected to every single person on the planet by at least six degrees. I wanted to test that out. And I actually was in a place where I was so miserable and unhappy with my life that I said to myself, what if I literally leave everything I ever knew behind to design the life of my dreams and to do so, I'm going to depend on human kindness. I'm just going to throw myself out into the world and literally see what happens when I'm throwing myself out into the world into the hands of a bunch of strangers. Will they help me achieve my dreams or not? Am, is the world kind or not? Can I connect with people in a deeper way than I have been in the superficial life I was living or not? And so off I went. And over the course of a year, I slept in the homes of over a hundred people, most of them strangers. So friends, friends of friends, people I was meeting on the road in over 20 countries. And there's many, many, many lessons. I'm actually writing an entire book about this, but if I were to boil everything down into one singular insight, which will answer your question, it is that every single person on this planet has a story to tell. And the story they tell has the power to change their reality. Hmm. And we're talking people who, uh, all, all over the world, I stayed in penthouses with wealthy business people in Malaysia. I stayed on, slept on the floor of a hut in Indonesia, um, a village in Burma, um, you know, a, a beautiful fancy home in Austria with my own quarter, my own chamber, you name it from a floor in, the, in a shack in the middle of a village to having my own section of the house with a maid, everything in between. And I can tell you, it doesn't matter what country you're from, how much money you make, um, what it is that you have or don't have. What matters is what's the story that you're telling yourself and telling other people about who you are and what your life is like. Because I've heard millionaires complain about their bills and I've heard people with nothing in their pocket smile and, and just say that life is wonderful. And so that was the insight and, that I took. And with that, I realized, wow, I need to build something from that. I need to create something. Please help me universe, guide me to where I need to be. And that's where I started to, you know, document, I was documenting my story on social media. I was invited to become a Forbes contributor to document my journey. Um, I started getting featured in a lot of publicity. I started getting a lot of publicity podcasts and whatnot. The more I told my story, the more my brand grew, the more I told my story and my brand grew, the more entrepreneurs approached me and said, how can I do the same? How can I authentically tell my story and be who I really am and show the world who I am 
and also do so while creating the life of my dreams and growing my business. And that's where my work began. Wow. I love it. I really love it when you come to this moment of enough, it's enough, because like you said, you know, like I have many clients who are in a nine to five and they want to leave and they know it's so sucking. And there is this like, but what's next? What do I do? Right? Like, I don't have the clarity yet. I don't have the vision yet. And what I'm hearing, Celine, is that your clarity came to you when you just leap in, when you just went and did the things, because you didn't know you will be helping entrepreneurs with their brand. When you started your journey, when you started your journey, you are like, I want to change my life and I want to believe in the kindness of others. And, you know, for when I'm hearing your story, I'm like, wow, that's really exciting because not many people do that. I know only you who did that, right? I don't know if anyone else did it. Maybe they do. But it's like, how do I make my story exciting or listening uh, worthy If people are saying, well, my life, it's not special. My life, it's not exciting. Like just by me sharing about my life, is that enough for people to be attracted to me? What would you say? Mm -hmm. So there is a two part answer to this question. The first part is, I know this is the biggest thing where people are saying, I don't want to share my story. It's not really worth sharing. It's boring. I don't know. Like, why would people want to listen to my life? Well, the first part is that there's an option B. A and option B, depending on your palette, your adventure palette and, and where you really want to take your life. Um, I fell in the camp of, well, my life is boring. Why would anyone want to hear about it? And I did something about it. So option A is if your life, if you're feeling generally, you're checking in with yourself. I'm like, wow, I'm not very happy with my life. Um, I'm not very you know, content. I'm not fulfilled. I'm not living up to my life's purpose. Well, you can keep doing that forever and ever and ever and try to tell a story around that to make it seem, uh, it's, uh, I had a mentor, this is sounds terrible. It's like polishing a turd. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm miserable, but let me just keep trying or putting a nicer way of putting lipstick on a pig. You know, just let me just try to make this look better and lie to myself and make it look better. Or you can tell yourself, no, I do not accept a mediocre life. I am not available for this. I am going to change my life. I'm going to pick up the pen and I'm going to rewrite my fucking story. So that's option A. And obviously I did it in an extremist way. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, all right, so now you're going to quit your job and then you're going to go sleep in the house of strangers for a year. No, 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 no. That's how I did this. That's because that's what I, how I'm an extremist. I like to do things zero to hundred, but for the person who's listening and, and is feeling, Oh my gosh, I need more purpose in my life. I need more meaning. My question for you is why do you keep going in this way? Where is the point? Where's the break? What do you need to fall apart in order for you to make a change? And why do you need all these things to fall apart for you to say, actually, I'm going to make a change before this thing, these things fall apart. For me, everything had to fall apart. And then I was in so much pain that I said, okay, I'm going to change. But you don't have to do that. You can change your life and say, I want to design a life that I love. And what does that look like for you? Does this look like moving to a different country, making that one decision? What's that one choice that you need to make? Does it look like changing your job right now? Does it look like changing your partner? And again, people are saying like, oh, it feels so heavy in their mind to go from this is my life that I have now to like, here's my dream life. Here's A, here's Z, because they're just looking at Z and they're like, oh my God, but I have to go through all these steps before I can ever have my dream life. So let me just give up. My question is, 
don't think about the final goal. What's the next chapter? What's the next page you need to turn? Just think about what is the next decision you need to make, the next significant change that will allow you to shift something in your life. That's you rewriting your story, literally. Mm. And when you fast forward one year and two years and you look back at the life you've created and you're like, this is unbelievable. Like three years from now, four years from now, look at the beautiful life that I've created and I've broken out of. It all started with this one choice that you can make today and that shift that you made today. Now, the second part of your question. So the first part is, is it takes a decision. It takes one step, one turn of the page, one decision that, hey, I'm going to close this chapter and I'm going to rewrite a new one. And that is the beginning of my new amazing story of my life. So that's the first one. Now let's get um, a little more practical, which is um, when you are, you have your, your story, you have your life and you want to share it in your business. You want to grow your brand. Um, you want to put yourself out there and help people, but you're like, oh, well, I didn't, you know, this is the, the people's go-to excuse, but I didn't travel the world for a year and do this crazy thing. Or I didn't, you know, lose 300 pounds in one year, or I didn't do this crazy leap of faith. I just have a regular life. Okay. Great. And here's my invitation for you. Where is the magic in your life right now? That's my invitation for you. Because if you are here telling me that your story is too boring or not worth telling, I can tell you with a hundred percent confidence, I will call bullshit. And I can tell you that the reason why you're telling me is that there's some subconscious blocks that are happening at play right now around you not being worthy enough, around you not deserving to have a voice, around you feeling fear around being visible or getting rejected when you do show yourself. Because the truth is, and I, I can say this confidently after having seen this hundreds of times all around the world, everyone's story is interesting. What matters is not what your story is. It's how you choose to view it and how you choose to share it. I can take the same exact story around, you know, the quote unquote, if you want to call it a boring story of somebody living a quote unquote regular life, you can tell me your story and I will bet money that, and also this is my job. So I will definitely bet money um, that I can take the story and tell you, Hey, have you looked at this part? What about this thing you overcame? Tell me you've never overcome anything in your life. Tell me you've never had your heart broken. Tell me you've never had faced a challenge. Tell me you've never overcome an obstacle. Bullshit. So that's what I have to say, especially, you know, if you are listening and you're a nine to five job or if you're an entrepreneur, it does not matter there. You are capable of helping people because of the life experience that you've had up until this point. So your job, when it comes to making your story more interesting is looking through the lens at your story through the lens of who am I, how do I help people and how, who have I become that I'm really proud of? How do I help people? And how can my experience help make other people's life experience easier, better? And when you look at your story through your lens, through that lens, you will see that everything you've learned and any traumas you've overcome, pain that you've gone through, any experience that you've gone through is actually serving you to become the entrepreneur that you are today or the worker that you are today and being good at what you do and being able to help people in the way that you're helping. Now, whether you're actually putting yourself out there and helping people is another story, but it's not because you don't have a story to tell. It's because you are afraid to tell it, which is a different problem. 
I love it so much. Yes. Yeah, say it how it is. <laughs> I love how right. I'm straight up. <laughs> I, I loved it because it's true. It's really not about what happened in your life, but what do you really do about it? You can just take it and be the victim of your life and say, look, this, all these things happened to me, or you can look at your life and say, and ask yourself with everything that I endure, everything that I overcame, everything I did in my life, how can I use this for a greater good? How can I help people? And it doesn't have to be that you get to go on stages and speak to thousands of people. It's really mm-hmm. about how can I help one person? How can I help one person yeah. around me? Because that will give you the courage and confidence to really keep going. I love yeah. that. You don't have to change one thing about you right now. In this moment, you don't have to change one freaking thing about you, except how you look at your story, your mindset, your mm-hmm. attitude. Because you can have, like, even before you say, if those of you were listening to plan A and were like, I need to change my life. I need to make that decision. I need to make that choice. But it feels so overwhelming. Okay, work on that. Work on creating that courage and making that shift in your life. But even right now, before you make that decision, you can look at your life right now through an empowering lens and find ways that you can support and help people and start sharing that now. And this is, you know, the the work and why I'm so passionate about, you know, the work that I do is because... I've witnessed this hundreds, thousands of times over and over again, people coming to me saying, oh, my story's too boring. It's not interesting enough. It's like, no, you're wrong. I can say that confidently. And again, this is what I work with people with. They come to me. There is no story that has come through me that didn't come out on the other side interesting. And it's got everything to do. It's got nothing to do with us. Oh, let's make this up. Let's invent this. No, authentically interesting. It's about pulling out those parts, bringing them to the, to the forelight, which a lot of people don't do because they're struggling with imposter syndrome because they're hiding in the shadow. They're feeling self-conscious about things that I bet you, if they actually shared, had the courage to share, people would be like, oh my God, that's amazing. But the, so many of the things we're ashamed about and we hide and we keep in the closet, ironically, the very things that people need to hear to feel connected to us and to be, have the courage for themselves to put themselves out in the light. Because when you step out in all of you, all of you, authentically you, when you have the courage to step out and share your story, that gives people permission to step out and share their story as well, which means we all get to learn from each other. We all get to support one another and we all get to help one another with our experiences and our past wisdom. We now get to pass that on to someone else so they don't have to make the same mistakes. Your story can be someone else's medicine. Wow. Your story can be someone else's medicine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's so powerful, Celine. I love that. And, you know, I'm, I'm just really so aligned with what you're teaching because I always, I stand for being unapologetic, right? This podcast, it's called Unapologetically Abundant because I truly believe when you step into being true to who you really are, then the abundance really comes, then comes the fulfillment and everything. So I wonder what is the one last thing on your heart that you want someone to know who is on their journey, still not living the fulfilling life? What do you want them to know about them? This is a really powerful question. And the first thing that's coming through for me is that you have everything inside of you right now to alchemize your pain into your power, into your biggest gift. 
You don't need to learn more skills. You don't need to get an extra certification. You don't need to get that media publication or more followers, nothing. Those are all nice things to have, nice things to amplify, just like money. You, it's just all it does is it amplifies who you already are. And so what I'd like for you to know is that the pain, the struggle, the challenges that you've gone through, the lessons that you can extract from these experiences, these are the lessons that you can now take with you and share with your audience. And not just your audience, but even your loved ones, your, the people that you, you, uh, you're working with, whoever, you can extract these lessons and you can share them. And this is the gift that you have to give to people, which is your experiences and what you've gone through, your pain, your shame, whatever you want, you want to call it, that goes through an alchemic process. The moment you decide to look at that and be like, what's the lesson here? And that lesson is the gift that you have to give to others in the future, never having to go through that again, but continuously to improve and involve yourself as a human being, but is going to help other people through their journey as well. So leave in that. So beautiful, like truly believing in in the power of being the alchemist here and knowing that you came here for a purpose and you are already helping people by being yourself and sharing your story. I love this so much. Selling for those who are already obsessed with you as I am, where they can online connect with you? What is your favorite place online? So uh, my favorite place, I would say Instagram. Um, I've made it super easy though for, for all platforms. It's very easy to find me. Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, Twitter, all the things. I mean, I mostly use Instagram, but all the things. It's at Celine DaCosta. And it's very important to note that my name is spelled C-E-L-I-N-N-E-D-A-C-O-S-T-A. My mom got a little creative. Uh, so not one N, two Ns. One L, two Ns. So that's important to know. And also um, my website, which is also very easy, www.selinedacosta.com for those of you who want to learn more about me, how you can work with me, um, what I offer, lots of free resources on there as well. And on uh, that note, I'd also love to offer your audience a free guide that I created, which is called Three Secrets to a Creating a Magnetic Brand Story so that you can skyrocket your business and connect deeper with your audience. For those of you who listened in today and are like, wow, I need to learn how to get started on my brand story. I need to learn how to create a deeper connection with myself and my audience. Make sure that you go and download this free guide, it's going to get you started with that. Mm, Beautiful. We will definitely keep it in the show notes. Celine, thank you so much. I'm planning definitely when I'm in Bali to visit you because if you're like this on our slow bandwidth today, I cannot even imagine to see you in a person. So I love that. I love your energy. I love what you stand for. Thank you so much for today. I appreciate you. And I'm really excited to see you keep thriving and rising and reminding people that they are enough just the way they are. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to everyone tuning in today. I hope this was helpful for you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you.